Glenn Campbell. That was a rocker. Ah, man. Even when I was at my lowest point of my life, I had a blue 2001 F-150. Oh, off-road, yeah. four, the off-road package, <laughs> four by four. That was a, was a beautiful truck, man. All right, man. Where's the truck now? Long gone. Long gone. You know what ended up happening to it was the. Uh... Oh, you know what? I don't remember what happened to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't exactly remember what the problem. Was. Something happened to the engine. I don't remember what it was. That I couldn't. That I ended up. Oh, you know what? Actually, no, it was still running, but I had to sell it to buy a van because I became a plumber. Oh, yeah, man. I needed my own van, so I, tra- I-, I sold it, and then I bought the, uh, the 2006 E250. Wow. You know that Ford Rape van? <laughs> yes, I'm familiar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Rapist van. Dude, I rocked that shit. Man, in like two years, I put on like 80,000 miles. Damn. It was unbelievable, dude. I fucking drove that thing everywhere, man. And it was nobody. Dude, I bought that thing for three Gs. Nobody could believe I, got, I kept that thing running. Wow. Three, and um, three finally, what's up? Oh, that's amazing. Oh, it was a piece of shit, dude, but I fucking, you know me. Anything for... (laughs) Fixed it up, man, I kept that thing running, and then finally, it was so rusted out that water was splashing up when I was driving. Like, the tire was shooting water into the wheel well that didn't exist anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And I had a towel there, but it felt like the hole got too big that the towel fell out, and I didn't know. And then the water splashed on the uh, fuse board. Wow. Where all the fuses are. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And uh caught on fire. The car uh the it, the whole thing caught on no, fire. No, no, the oh. fuse box oh, caught on all fire. Alright, okay. I yeah. I was able to put it out and then I actually dude, I kept going with it for like wow, dude, I rocked that shit for like three months. Every time I hit a bump, the starter would go off. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dude, you're going, you're going like, you know, you know, 60 miles per hour on the highway. You hit a bump and the starter turns on, and it's like the most god awful noise. Well, yeah, uh, like they don't make them like they used to, man. I mean, this is a uh, this is good stuff. How you can roll on a truck still after it's caught on fire a little bit. Yeah, dude, it was great. And even the starter, when I had to replace the starter, an- another guy had one that he just crashed. He was getting rid of it, dude. I just crawled underneath it. St- Took the starter before they towed it away, threw it on mine, got another month out of it. It was awesome. <laughs> Milking one more month. <laughs> one more month, dude. <laughs> and then I spent $40,000 on a new van. So. Well, at least you had that little time to cherish. That, that was the problem is the new vans were $40,000. And then a used van, I wanted to get the same kind of van I had. Oh, yeah. I bought it for 3000 Dude, now they were going for like fifteen. Because this was pandemic. Yeah, something happened there where the used cars just went skyrocketing in price. Can't yeah. really explain why that happened, honestly. Other than uh, I have... Supply and demand. What do you mean? Supply and demand. China shut down for COVID. Cars stopped coming in. So everyone had to buy used ones? Well, everybody had money. Everybody had money and shit was shut down. It kind of seems like the best move during the pandemic was to save that money. No, invest it in fucking uh, people that make weapons. 
Oh, okay, right. Because Dude, then we did you uh, see that Israeli that. whistleblower? I did not. And uh, enlighten oh, me with this fellow. Dude, I, I've been trying to find it for days. All right. So this is Israeli, I think, intelligence guy, right? Oh, yeah. He went on this interview and totally blew the whistle on what happened in Ukraine. And it is the only thing I have heard since Putin invaded Ukraine that actually makes fucking sense and explains what is going on. Hell yeah. I am excited for this one. And before I tell you what this guy said, this is from our government today. They found out that the $60 billion in ammunition we sent them will only last to about middle of summer. Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> A few months? Gotta send $60 billion? <laughs> Gotta send $60 billion more. Come on, man. It's <laughs> the only answer. More money. <laughs> More taxpayer money. Come on. <laughs> Raise taxes, dude. I'm like, what the fuck? 60... Give me $60 billion. Dude, before you, cr- before you got invaded by Putin, your whole country was worth $60 billion. <laughs> I don't know. So, anyways, me and you have talked about it before, but it's for sure fact. Boris Johnson, we haven't talked... Nobody talks about it in America media. Yes, and Boris- you're big on the Boris Johnson scenario, which I'm a huge... So this guy, this guy just, he laid it all out. So here's what happened, right? And this kind of, dude, you're going to know why I love what this guy said, (laughs) right? Here's what he said. Putin invaded Ukraine, right? Oh, yeah. He sent in 120,000 soldiers into these very specific regions. He annexed them, made them part of Russia. And a week and a half later, he was sitting down with Zelensky and they were coming up with a peace deal where he would keep the areas that he annexed and he would leave everything else alone. And the big thing was the water for the Crimea region. Plus there was like this like uh homeland of something. I don't remember, you know, it was like important to Russia or something. Sure. You know? Yeah. They have all sorts of weird stuff over there that is important to them. So a week and a half after he invaded, he kind of took what he wanted and Zelensky was just going to make a deal. Right. Oh yeah. Sounds about right. That's kind of what we thought was what was going to go on. The day before this meet, the 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 meeting happens to you know to finally like negotiate and figure this all out. Boris Johnson arrives. <laughs> this is no joke, dude. This is records are there. Yeah, I remember when he got there. I I distinctly remember this. Boris Johnson shows up and tells, um. Uh, Zelensky, that so the way the Israeli guy says it is the Western leaders thought Russia's army was better than it was. And when they sent in the 100,000 force, they saw all the struggles the army had. They felt like they felt like Putin was at his weakest point. And so the Western (laughs) allies felt like they could win the war. They could take out Putin through Ukraine if they just support Ukraine. Oh, that is so dumb. So that's why they told... So Boris Johnson went there to tell Zelensky, do not accept an agreement. So, dude, me and you have talked about... This guy comes on TV and acts like we owe him money, right? Yes. Because we do. We told him, don't agree to peace. We're going to give you what you need to win the war. So 
we start sending everything he needs to win the war. That's why Biden has to tell you he's not going to send fighter jets. And then six months later, we're sending F-16s. <laughs> That's right, man. You we, know what I mean? Because we promised him we would when Boris went there and said, don't take the peace of Don't the take deal. the peace of deal. What we didn't know is that Russia was, dude, Russia cleaned out its fucking basement, garage, storage. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yes. In the beginning, they were just getting rid of old shit, Soviet shit. Wow. And then and dude, that's what and so now I, we're we're so starting to we see got Russia played because we saw the old shit, thought that's what they had, and then Russia then the war got interesting because we started to put resources in it, so now Russia's showing us their actual well, shit. They they amped it up. Then and, and here's the problem they have is they were barely I, so all the money we spent, all the ammunitions, all the weapons, all these countries sent, all the help we gave Ukraine was to defend against this initial force of 100,000 troops and pretty much like the old Soviet era shit, right? That's right, man. Well, he did a draft a couple months ago, and now all these new recruits are like, they're coming out of training and they're about to hit the lines. And so now you're going to have to face 300,000 Russian troops. Wow. Yeah. So Dude, we- it's the old, it's the old, I mean, it is, there's no way. Putin knows we will not keep this up forever. We can't. We can't give Zelensky more money. We don't have it. That's right. Oh, man, we got trapped. This, we were fooled. <laughs> Isn't that unbelievable? It is unbelievable. It just proves that these World Economic Forum hacks that have been installed in all the world governments in the West literally don't know what they're doing or they're purposefully destroying the West. From the inside, no, I think they just don't, uh, incompetence. I think it's, it's incompet- hundred. I uh, think it's one hundred percent incompetence. Jordan Peterson uh, has Tulsi Gabbard on his podcast, and uh, he talks about Russia, dude. And he brings up a he just brings up this point of uh, like you guys did. All, you guys clearly saw an opportunity to take out Putin, right? That's right. Jordan Peterson brings up a point during that interview at one point of, what are you going to get after Putin? There's only three options. You're going to get somebody way worse. Yes. Right? For (laughs) sure. Absolutely. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's a whole very bizarre thing going on here. Or you take him out and you create this like insane power vacuum where these oligarchs start, you know what I mean? And one of the big problems you have is if you lose stability in Russia, there's when you remember when Ukraine when the Soviet Union fell, you had places like Ukraine where it was That's now right. this like it was this wild wild west with nuclear weapons. Apparently, Ukraine still is a wild wild west, and all the reporters there. Did you hear Cuomo is there? Cuomo's not there. Cuomo. Chris? Oh, he went. He went to do a, a boots on the ground report, man. No, shut up. He did, dude, and apparently... For, for the, the CCP? And that's not the China. I'm talking about his fucking podcast. <laughs> no, the not his, for the... He's on Newsweek channel or whatever it is, Newsmax, whatever. It's it's such a high channel in the cable box, I can never find it. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 6,328. Yeah, it's like, like 899. Yeah. <laughs> it's so far up there. <laughs> 
It's past that like classic gaming channel where they do all the classic game shows. You know, well past and, that. And one. in defense of Cuomo, man, I gotta have your back on this one. You're doing better than Lemon. <laughs> Much better than Lemon. Much better Absolutely. than not Lemon. Absolutely. So props. Uh, <laughs> he went on air at ten o'clock in the morning to de- and decided as a gay man to talk about when women are in their prime. <laughs> It's a lemon between melons, folks. That's what you get. You want to know how you know you're too comfortable around women? You decided to tell them when they're in their prime, Don Lemon. <laughs> oh, so the worst thing you could do. Cuomo's there. He's getting reports. But apparently the rumor I heard is that um, all the media is flocking to Ukraine because it's just a wild fucking party. And everyone's just, just getting down. What do you mean? It's an actual party. Like, there's just tons of money flowing through there. There's just tons of booze and yeah, drugs and whores and just like... It's, oh, it's just, like America in the 2020s when yeah. we had PPP loans going out. Everybody's got everyone flush with cash. That's what's going on, man. <laughs> so That's I find insane. it's... We look really retarded lately and only... Like to go with this whole scenario that is pretty outrageous, but makes the to- the most sense in as far as this debacle we are mixed up in with Ukraine and Russia. I I couldn't pinpoint for a while what all these wild distractions were with the stuff in the sky, the balloons, and all that. And I realized, man, you know, Mike, I wanted it to be UFOs. Remember. And then, I, you know, we were thinking, oh, it could be Russia, China, right? There's all this speculation. And, dude, I think we're just idiots. Oh, we are. And I think we're, I think we spent, I think we shot two $400,000 missiles. Yes. And a weather balloon. They were literally fucking weather balloons. They've admitted it, dude. And I got a clip. <laughs> Not the objects shot from the sky over the U.S. and Canada. And tonight, for the first time, the dramatic new audio from the. Just, just key in, right, for a second on how fucking serious they take and the this. The fact story. that it's Dave Muir. <laughs> just. You're breaking my heart, Frank. Pay real close attention to how serious they report this story. Fighter pilots. There's a payoff. those objects. <laughs> Dave Muir is always House serious. On what they're calling he's, the leading the explanation of what these were. And why some lawmakers are demanding to know more tonight. Here's Martha Raddatz reporting again tonight. He looks beautiful even over radio. Tonight, dramatic cockpit audio from F-16 fighter pilots tracking that as yet unidentified flying object over Michigan's Lake Huron on Sunday. In the audio <laughs> recording verified by the Air Force, the Air National Guard pilots whizzing past the object, <laughs> and struggling to describe their target. <laughs> Stop right there, stop right there, stop right there. We couldn't lock on, and we couldn't even really see this floating balloon (laughs) while we were doing Mach 3 (laughs) in a fucking fighter jet. That's what I'm saying, dude. Of course I couldn't see. Of course I couldn't make it up. You know what it was? It said, happy birthday Susie on it. It was a fucking helium balloon that floated up, dude. It was a fucking gender reveal party. They uh, flew right through. Uh, fuck. We blew the surprise. Sorry, people. That's a, that's a boy. Just blue confetti everywhere. Of course, they don't want to report it. They, they, they 
scattered blue fucking baby powder across seven miles, dude. <laughs> it's an ecological disaster now. It's hor- horrible. <laughs> well, yeah, baby powder has asbestos in it. <laughs> That's Thanks. Right. Thanks, Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> so, yeah, dude. Of course they don't see it. They're flying so fast. They can't see balloons at that speed. This is the Their planes were made to, ev- to, to evade other fighter jets and blow other fighter jets up. Drop like, nowhere in their fucking... The best part about all of uh, this is for a week, they literally had everyone on the edge of their seats like, well, it's objects, unidentified objects. Could be aliens. <laughs> we don't know. Pay, pay attention. You know, what, you know what I thought, though, for a minute is like, it would be genius for China because, like, really, the the Afghan, the Muslim, the uh, um, terrorist or whatever you want to call them, in the Middle East, they really beat us because they just took away all of our advantages by not doing anything technological. Yes, <clears throat> like they just started like writing letters and you know. So we couldn't intercept communication. They were literally living in caves and shit. We couldn't find them. We couldn't intercept communications. You know what I mean? That's how they win. They wait you out. And it's like, dude, it is kind of genius to just go super low tech. Like way low tech. Like- we're so tech not like we are so high tech. That y- Here's the thing, right? They s- like we launched a $400,000 Hellfire missile, right? At your balloon. <laughs> and missed. If you're chi- but if you're China, you can't afford a f- $400,000 missile. And even if you could afford it, America's not going to sell it to you. <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? And you guys are going to have a hard time building one as good as... Like, you can't compete. So why compete? All right, I'm just not going to play your game. I, I firmly believe <clears throat> the first balloon, they got us. And it snuck over and... The Biden administration very no, did you, no, 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 no. Do you know who, 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 dude, did you see the scientific community? I did not, and I'm excited for this one. All right. You know me, I always go for, like, the most simple, simple is usually the, the, um, the right answer. The most simplest, basic, you know. Absolutely. And, uh, even the government, so here's what they say happened is, China did a what was doing this sent a, a weather balloon, right? Right, a scientific weather balloon, and they were studying whatever. And there was this abnormal uh, current in the uh, jet stream. That's right, and that's why it ended up going off track. And actually, U.S. intelligence was tracking it since it took off from China. That's and right. The re the reason they actually didn't act on it. I believe the reason they didn't act on it is because they actually saw that it just got caught in a bad current. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so then, we must ask ourselves, why all the shenanigans? Right, why the political stunts? And, like, that's why you guys don't want to go... Dude, the wreckage is in 50 feet of water. <laughs> yes, well... It's 50... It's 50 feet, dude. That's the balloon. Then now we have these other scientific balloons from, like, you know, probably Stanford and Yale that we just, like, shot out of the sky, and they're in Lake Huron and somewhere in Canada. <laughs> Have you seen the one in Canada? They're like, yeah, we'll never be able to find it. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, in a, it's in a remote area. Like, dude, you shot a $400,000 missile at it. You don't know where that thing landed? 
what an all-around waste of money. Like, the, the money and time to make the balloon for scientific experiments, then flying the jet and shooting the missile. One of them missed, so we had to shoot another missile. Uh, Frank, what about all the second graders who had their wishes attached to that balloon? <laughs> That's right. There were letters to Never going to get to heaven. The letters. Never going to get to heaven. <laughs> You know? <laughs> Those poor children. Those poor children. God will never hear them. Well, maybe uh, they can do a make a wish and have Michael Jordan help him out a little bit there. Yeah, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's, he's the goat. Let's continue down this balloon baloney uh, track here. I'm really, I really enjoy how serious this is, Mike. I can't really tell though what the shape is. Definitely smaller than a car. Sometime later, the fighter jets <laughs> launched a half a million dollar missile at the object. This guy was probably so jacked to go fly out there and shoot something. He's looking at a balloon and missed. And in this case, the missile, the missile uh, landed harmlessly in the water of Lake Huron. Uh, we so, we tracked it all the way down. A second missile hit the object. The wreckage remains at the bottom of Lake Huron. The two other objects shot down over the last five days in Alaska and Canada have also yet to be retrieved. But today, the White House saying the intelligence community's leading explanation is that the objects could just be balloons tied to some commercial or benign purpose. They're balloons! They are considering or They're looking balloons. at this practice to be uh, potentially... Oh, KGP, ha-ha, wee-wee! ...benign, but of course, we want to make sure that uh, we uh, get the objects so we can get a sense of what, uh, what, uh, what the objects were for certain. The kind of explanation that did not sit well with some on Capitol Hill after a closed-door briefing. On the one hand, the administration is saying we don't yet know what these last three objects are. But on the other hand, it wasn't a threat. Both of those things can't be true. The American people need and deserve to know oh, more. Such a stupid distraction. A senior U.S. Yes, official thank you. tells us there oh, is now God. a working like, Who cares? Thank you. That's why I wanted to. Is anybody scared of these balloons? Is anybody worried about these balloons? Or, I mean, there's so many other things going on. Dude, 40,000 people are dead in Turkey. Yes. Like, I mean, there's so many other things going on. The humanitarian disaster in Turkey is unheard of. It, already the dead has surpassed any tragedy they've had there uh, beforehand from, an, like, an earthquake. But yeah. <clears throat> there's millions displaced and homeless now, and a lot of, a lot of people more are going to die. I, did, I, what's unbelievable, I forgot where it was. I don't know if I remember if it was Turkey or Syria, but apparently there's this region that's, like, it's been in civil war for years. And it's like Syria's in, uh, yeah, embroiled but, or brat, But in this one area, it was supposed to be the worst area. They, like, just laid down their arms and started, like, killing people. Like, it's like, dude, this is insane what's going on over there yeah well good thing the fighting stopped a little bit to save some people that's so outrageous man <laughs> like you know that's what i think we were talking about before those like dude an earth you guys think you're fighting over this and that and then you know, you're fighting over land and then an earthquake comes it, it's it's not your land that's right you know absolutely and you're also fighting some sort of proxy war that we instigated yeah, why? Shit that you guys don't even care about, but uh oh, it's crazy that that's going on. 
This was a huge distraction. The UFO talk, they loved it. Everyone was talking UFOs nonstop so everywhere. Stupid. It was so, it's so dumb. Stupid, this whole thing is so dumb. One shot a million dollars at this fucking at a balloon. Go fuck yourselves. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. What a absurd, unnecessary show of force for balloons over our sky. Here, here's my question. How many of these $400,000 missiles do we own? Okay, and, 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 and the thing they're designed to take down. How, how many do our enemy own? Right. Like, <laughs> do we really need these $400,000 missiles? Because Russia has these planes that are 50 years old. <laughs> It really blows my mind that it blows my mind that we're sending like Patriot missiles are now just like old school. Don't even care about them. Send them to Ukraine. Like in when when I was in the army, man, that was twelve years ago, and that was top of the line, most expensive. Couldn't believe how much money we were investing into it. And now it's just doesn't even matter. Throw it out, man. The weaponry we must have at this point. The technology. It's, it's not what you think. No. I believe the black project. No, because we got taken over by like this, this. It, it's more money than it is like. Are we really? Is it really the best? Like, huh. like the bulletproof vest I deployed with was stupid and terrible, <laughs> and they had way better ones out there. But the army was under contract for these. Oh wow! So they just had to stick with the garbage. You got to stay with them until the contract's over. Wow! All right. Well, that's that's what I mean. It's just a scam. And guess what? These are made in America. And this guy, whatever company made them, I guarantee you, the owner got a kickback or something, or gave a kickback to some politician that got him the contract. You are you know? right on the money. I imagine only because this happens to be the case with the uh, fellas who are carrying the toxic chemicals on the train track through ohio how disgusting is this dude this is a huge fucking problem man like i think a lot of people are gonna die as a result and i think the uh what are they saying the ohio river is that it that might be completely polluted at this point from this stuff it's a pretty big river i think that uh that's water that enters a lot of land throughout america if i'm not mistaken goes to the mississippi that's probably not a good thing Although the Mississippi, <laughs> not that clean in and of itself, I believe. So <laughs> maybe this will help uh, you know, clean it out a little. Uh, we're talking, what, chloride or what is it? I, I'm not too familiar with the substance that leaked out of it. Uh, they've been talking a lot about it. But, Mike, I did get your man, our friend on the show, our favorite. Ah, I love when you get Ted Cruz. I got us a little Ted Cruz. He's going to explain. Let's take a cruise, people. Let's do it. We need to hear answers. What what happened in, in East Palestine Hard is, to is uh, unacceptable. To. We should not have American cities that, that are lit on fire with a disaster. And, and for the residents there dealing with the health hazards that have come from this, that that's unacceptable as well. And so my staff is in close consultation with the NTSB that is doing an investigation into the accident. I'm, I'm the ranking member on the Senate Commerce Committee. Uh, that has jurisdiction, among other things, over transportation. And, and i got to say, Secretary Buttigieg has been nowhere to be found on this issue. I, you know, it really is a remarkable thing that, that, that he hasn't gone to East Palestine to see what happened there. He hasn't come to Congress to explain what happened. I, it, for whatever reason, 
the secretary seems to, to fill his days with politics. I know he's got aspirations, but he actually has a day job. He has a job he's been appointed to do that is incredibly important, and we need serious leadership focused on why this de derailment happened and what common sense steps can be taken to prevent it from happening again. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can this <clears throat> get any worse for Pete Buttigieg? He's the worst oh God, transportation sec secretary ever. No, no. You know what this is, Frank? This is karma. Yes. Y y they, they put you in this role that you were supposed to just be able to squeak through and then you can become president. And God was like, nope, I'm going to give you every transportation disaster. <laughs> and here's the thing. If you weren't just some f that they hired because you're gay, <laughs> right? Yes. That's why you suck. If you were actually a talented leader, you would have risen up to all these challenges, and then you could have actually become president. These have been, for Pete Buttigieg, no transportation secretary has been given so many opportunities. <laughs> to be the hero, yes. you know, yes. to rise above, oh, yeah. you know, these aren't challenges, Pete. These are opportunities, man, <laughs> and you can't handle them. You know what that means? You're a Democrat. <laughs> wow, that's that's a great call. Did you see so this? Just, <clears throat> just cry about how it's not fair, and they'll still elect you. There was a clip floating around. I know people on the right lost their minds over it. It was in the midst of the beginning stages of this accident where he was talking about how the problem right now in construction is there's too many white dudes. Yeah, I saw that. It was hilarious. It was very funny. <laughs> As a guy who's in the trades, trust me, there's a lot of Spanish being spoken. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's funny because when's the last time Pete Buttigieg actually visited a construction site? Yeah, you're right. Well, every guy at the club dressed as the construction guy for YMCA. Day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, you're right. It's diverse, dude. The trades are like the the trade, dude. The trades are the one place that don't matter what you look like. Yeah, they just need a body to do some work. If you could do the work, that's all that matters. To get in, it's a test. To pat to get the license, it's a test. You know what I mean? It's like if you can do it, or you either can do it or you can't. It's not like oh, this guy doesn't like you. You're not it. You know what I mean? No, you either do it or you can't. That's right. And uh, that's the trades. A lot of clips going around about this accident in Ohio. Uh, I encourage everyone to check it out. Um, the outrage from the townspeople, from the town hall they had the other day. Pretty Did powerful you see stuff. That plume. The it's a nuclear plume, dude. <laughs> dude. And then it turns out they didn't even have to really light it, but they did so they could open the railway, the rail line faster. Yes, this was all for money. Everything was done for money. Even down it, to the accident itself, it was it, it was from negligence and uh, yes. short uh, shorting labor. Oh, uh, can, can I can I can I say something though that I really hate about this coverage? Oh yeah. So everybody like the big topic of the day on the left was these were civil war breaks. Oh yeah, they're really into that. They're, they're so into it. These are these brakes. Okay, 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 okay. This fucking train car wasn't even a was didn't even exist during the Civil War. 
And you're making it sound like the brakes on this train car were constructed in the 1840s. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah, man. No. The design of them is from the Civil War. There's a lot of things we use today that with the mechanical design is from that era. Oh, yeah, man. And it was just so good, we haven't come up with anything better. Yeah, I found that air, air, interesting. Air, air brakes on 18-wheelers? Dude, I think that was invented. I don't, I'm too drunk to know. I think it was like Dodge invented that in like the 1920s or like 19-teens or something like that, right? I listen- and we, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean we're using those air brakes today, right? But it's just like a slightly modernized version of that same thing, you know? I noticed Jon Stewart was very hung up on that on the uh, old brakes, but also the fact that they essentially created a burn pit with the chemicals and just burned off this shit in like a nuclear style mass explosion, if you will. And that's, yes. you got that black plume cloud and not, that was crazy looking. For, for those that don't know, John Stewart did a whole hour on this. This is John Stewart at his best because he did the burn pits from my from the the, the army and or the military and everything. And dude, and he, he was, was uh, very heavily invested in the response from the government after nine eleven and how they dealt with all the toxins in the air after the the, the dust, the That's right. asbestos and everything that was causing lung problems. It killed a lot of dude, people. Uh, he's spot on, dude. This is when this, Frank. How many episodes have we shit on John Stewart? Oh yeah, people, every single one. This is the time to listen to John Stewart <laughs> because this is exactly what they did with the burn pits. They spent decades saying they were fine. You're fine. There's no adverse reaction, and now it turns out, yeah, it causes cancer, and all these Insane. soldiers have cancer from it. Right. So don't fucking dude. This is the time. I don't know. Right. But am I right though? That's the problem with you guys. And that's why I can't respect you, John, because you're right about this, but you were wrong about the vaccine and you refused to admit it. <laughs> right? I one, thing, <laughs> one thing I love about Alex Jones is that man will never refuse to admit he's wrong. If he's wrong. It's a good call. I'm finding it interesting that this disaster in Ohio is uh, nonpartisan. And I saw Ilhan Omar tweeted out about how this is just, it's going to have, you know, numerous effects on the uh, ecosystem and on people's health for decades to come. And your man, Ted Cruz, retweeted it and said yeah. he agreed. And so... You know, maybe this is kind of uh, an inflection point to this Ted moment. Ted Cruz where... and Ilhan Omar are agreeing we need to take note. That's what I'm saying. Maybe this is a major moment in our uh, okay. history. No, no. What's scarier is Ted Cruz and Ilhan Omar are agreeing, and the media is refusing to talk about That's it. That's what's bothersome, is uh, we finally have a bipartisan or nonpartisan <clears throat> issue here. Everyone agrees that this disaster that is unfolding uh, is massive, and uh, a lot of people should be held account accountable for it, and it goes all the way to the top of the Biden administration, down this down is, to the people well, who I, own the business. No, this is why they're doing the balloons thing. And here's the problem: is this, it's not just you. the Biden administration. I do, Mike, I also agree. The reason the balloon 
situation occurred this weekend is because of the train accident. Oh, dude, this train doesn't derail. There's no, there's no other balloon. There's no balloon. They get that balloon out of the, the ocean. Yeah, they get it out of the ocean, and they definitely, uh, you know, never uh, talk about any balloon again. No yeah. science experiments go down. Stuff That's, like that. I mean, uh, come on. No, I, I'm telling you right now, uh, what we just witnessed was a, holy shit, this is a disaster, and we publicly fucked this up months ago when we didn't follow through on the negotiations. And we literally, they kind of dance on it in that uh, John Stewart episode i found it interesting how they're like they're condemning the government but they can't just fully say it was joe biden's administration no they can't it's such a weird balancing they act ha- they have to talk about how it was like trump too they always have to throw trump's administration in there they do there well there's a lot of stuff about how trump deregulated a lot of the stuff that led to this but also Biden had the opportunity to reinstate the Obama era stuff and he chose not to, or Buttigieg chose not to. So you can't blame stuff on Trump two years into your fucking administration, man. Like This is your team. This is your show. You're putting on this whole thing. Everyone in you, on your side is responsible for what's going on here. And it, it's amazing that they had those negotiations and a huge part of it was worker safety and allowing days off for these guys so they can have sick days and all well, that did other you hear stuff. that John Stewart what really scared <clears throat> what re- <clears throat> sorry what the the big th- the big thing is one of the things they were pushing for the workers was more time to inspect carts it went down from 4 minutes to 60 seconds yes and the Biden administration forced these guys to accept an agreement of, no, we're going to keep the 60 seconds. That's right, man. And then when you do 60-second checks, you get a wheel that catches on fire and no one can catch it in time, and then the fucking cars derail and you have the disaster and, in Ohio. And, dude, that is something I never, I didn't hear on anybody else except John Stewart's podcast. And it's just interesting that it's a tight dance for these people it's gymnastics it's a uh, mental gymnastics and they have to balance between well this is the biden administration's fault but we can't say anything negative about our side it's so weird <laughs> like it's such a weird mentality like and it, mike this plays into the whole well now we know the vaccines are bad and they are killing us and causing us and you know giving us heart attacks but we're not going to openly talk about it. We're not going to admit it. And we're going to keep supporting the vaccines. Yeah. This is a weird mental state to be in. People are deranged, man. They they have a mental health issue here. Like you're you're willing to accept something tragic and awful and shitty and you're just going to keep going along with it because you have to. You just can't turn away. It's like uh, people have the two pills in front of them and they want that red pill, but they just have to keep taking that blue pill. It's the weirdest shit why, in the world. I, I can't though? explain. I can't. I'm so. <clears throat> I listened to that same show as you did, and I was just so taken aback. All I could think about is 
Like, just say it, man. Why aren't you guys just saying it? Like, you're almost saying it. It's what everybody knows to be true. The Biden administration and Pete Buttigieg <laughs> fucked this up royally. Yeah. They royally fucked this up, and there are going to be decades worth of repercussions for it. Like, what scares me though is like, dude, you're 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 on a podcast that nobody listens to. You lost your you lost your Comedy Central show. Like, you did one appearance on your so-called best friends like thing, and. You're probably never allowed back on, <laughs> right? You're talking about when he came out of the desk um, on yeah. the late show, Stephen Colbert. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, like, what do you have to lose, man? What do they have on you? What is making you... Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, it's what? the weirdest thing I've ever seen. The whole, like, that. listening to it was Why so are bizarre. you still towing the line? Yes, I can't figure it out. What This one's obvious, though. Like, this should be obvious to everyone. Like. How could I, like, uh, when Bill Clinton got the blowjob, even people on the left were like, well, yeah, he probably shouldn't have gotten that blowjob. You know, like, everyone, everybody, like, SNL made fun of it. She was how old? Yeah, like, do you know what I'm saying? This is intern. This is bad. This is a bad one. (laughs) New intern are about to graduate. (laughs) How is it that even here, like, and then this balloon debacle, like such a circus. They're, they're Hold on, though. Can I, give, can I give Bill uh Listen, I always thought Monica Lewinsky was not hot because I always saw, like, pictures of her in the 90s. But, like, dude, that was probably 90s hot because have you seen her today? I think she's got, like, a, a babe vibe going on. I'm just saying, dude, you flash forward 2023, Bill Clinton looks like he's dying. He looks like he died five years ago. I don't know what's going on with Bill Clinton, dude. Oh, that's the soul sucking. uh, And, uh, you know, I mean, he. The adrenochrome? Is that what happens when you stop taking it? Something goes on with that adrenochrome. Yeah, I have no idea. When they cut you off, man. Kids, just so you know, Bill Clinton's what happens when you use the dark force too many times. (laughs) It literally looks like that, but. I have read some stuff when it comes to that adrenochrome that, you know, you have to keep taking it. If you stop taking it, then you, maybe that's why you start to look like Bill Clinton. It's like that Propecia shit. Alopecia shit? No, Propecia. Is that for hair uh, growth? Dude, dude, can I tell you? I don't know how many. If I had a dollar for every guy that told me I should take this fucking pill for my hair loss, right? That now fucking five to ten years later is like, dude, I should have never taken that pill. Uh, why? What happens? Gotta have some side effects. As soon as you stop taking it, you lose your hair so fast. So you get to the point where you would have been already, but then you go beyond and you get like weird patches. So I'm like patchy on top, you know? Oh, yeah. But you could look at it and you're like, oh. He's in his 30s. By the time he hits 40s, he's going to have the horseshoe. You nice. know? All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm getting my horseshoe. All right. You know? It's, it's all right. I'll, I'll accept it. Sure. And uh, the problem is when you take that shit for too long, like, you're, you start getting patches in the horseshoe. Right. Like, the hair you shouldn't have lost, you're also losing. Wow. That, it's just like anything else, dude. There's trade-offs. You're going to look like you're not losing hair now. But then when you're older, you're going you're gonna to look disgusting, you know, whereas the guys who do it naturally, 
they're gonna look fine. I don't know. Just don't worry about how you look. <laughs> I think it goes along uh, all roads for the aging process. Do, do it naturally. Do you know what I, uh, listen, listen. This nineteen-year-old kid the other day he told me it's impossible. Can't get a girl. Impossible. Girls don't find him attractive. Do you know what I told him? I said, that's impossible. What you just told me is impossible. Because all these men have looked like you. Like, your dad probably looks like you. Your grandpa probably <laughs> looks like you. Your uncle. All these men to get to you have looked like you. You have the genes of thousands of men that have gotten laid to get to you. Wow, good call. Right? Oh, yeah. The genes to get to you had to get laid a thousand times. You can get laid. He, he got laid, man, I'm telling you. It only took a, a little bit of pushing. Yeah, uh, right. you know, if you want something uh, enough, you'll put some energy to get it. I feel like for most things in life. Uh, people, <laughs> people are just too lazy. You know what's going on is the video games, the phone, the legalized pot. Like people are, we're able to just be lazy, and then we can order the DoorDash yeah, to the house. Easy. We That's, made it too easy, dude. It shouldn't be easy. It. Uh, I used to have to like entertain myself by going out to the bar. You know, didn't have TV or cable. I want to watch the game. Go to the bar, chat up. You know, chat it up with some people and. It used to be you wanted to, you want to know what a you know an Asian chick looked like naked. You had to go to a bar find an Asian. Chick. <laughs> See what she looked like naked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you'd have to ask her first. Well, uh, sometimes you, know. <laughs> you could just you could just scroll through forty Asian chicks. You know. <laughs> That's right, man. Or you could, uh, you know, cruise around in some sort of. Uh, Really awesome car, and chicks dig a good ride, right? And you can pick up a lady. Can I, can, and go can I talk about a ride real quick? Oh yeah. What happened, Corvette? Are they no good no more? Listen, Corvette, the new Corvette, performance-wise, amazing. All right, right. Yeah, they did this mid-engine. It's beautiful. I actually really like the fact that they like did it and everything. But have you seen it? No, I haven't seen any new Corvettes out there. Dude, the, you you know what, Frank? I promise you, you have seen the new Corvette. You just didn't know you saw it. You probably thought it was like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini. Actually, it doesn't even, yeah, you're right. It doesn't even look like a fucking Corvette anymore. <laughs> it looks like an Italian goddamn sports car. The beautiful thing about the Corvette was the fucking curves. You gotta have the curves. losing their ways and mike you are right on the money some of the best looking cars and vehicles on the road have those beautiful curves and you know which car i am talking do, about do you know do you know why the uh do you know i forgot what year they said there's a certain year there's like this certain set of years and everybody knows it's like the 50s and 60s like everybody you, you talk about these cars and everybody will know them 
And one of the reasons is they were using proportions from women to wow. make, to design the car bodies. Right on. And that's why they like have it's like it's a beauty in them. No, the American was a beautiful car. That makes know? a lot of sense, especially for these classic rides and it actually makes a lot of sense considering one of my all-time favorite classic rides. Oscar Myers Wienermobile isn't immune to crime. <laughs> Brazen thieves here in the valley targeted the iconic vehicle, stealing its catalytic converter this morning. What? 27-foot-long hot... <laughs> no! No! No, dude! Yes! Stop it! Stop it! No way, dude! No way! Shut the fuck up, dude! Shut the fuck up! This is real news, people! Shut the fuck up! They stole the catalytic converter from the, from the Wien- Wienermobile. <laughs> the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's news of the year. <laughs> Fuck the balloons. Why I, are they talking about this? I'm telling you, I think the Biden admit Pete Buttigieg actually called Oscar Mayer. He's like, we need a distraction stat, please. Can we Stats. get uh, someone under there to steal the converter? <laughs> I don't know, just cut it with a saw saw. Do something. <laughs> yeah, Are you man. fucking serious? Where was it? Uh, do, uh, I can't remember. Here, we'll go back a little here. We got more to this clip. Wheels was supposed to make a stop at the Smiths on Warm Springs, but it had to make a pit stop this morning after the thieves struck. It was parked in a lot of Sonesta Suites located on Paradise at the time. Workers at a local repair shop were able to temporarily fix it by sealing up where the catalytic converter had been cut. Got here early this morning. Now they're going to interview the guy who fixed it. And then, my favorite, they're going to interview the captain of the Wienermobile. Oh, it good. It didn't stay that long. They just patched it up. So obviously, we, we still need the correct parts you know, to install them. It's just a temporary fix. You know, They just sealed up the area so that they can drive the, uh, the, the vehicle around. We travel all over the country, and our whole goal is just to spark smiles. So, I mean, as we're traveling around, we just wanted to make sure that this thing, our safety is the most priority thing. So we wanted to make sure this bad boy is up. It's going. We haven't skipped a beat. <laughs> this bad boy is up. <laughs> Did you catch that? He knew what he was saying. Listen, that's a man who's proud of his wiener. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this bad boy is up, he says about the wiener mobile. <laughs> <laughs> what a dirty dog, this guy. Oh, I love it. This bad boy is up. <laughs> Six to midnight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That is classic. I like you can't end a Wienermobile clip any better than this bad boy is up. (laughs) (laughs) That's the line I'm gonna use with my girlfriend next time. (laughs) You walk in with just your you know naked with your dick up. (laughs) Mike, I've covered this before. I am a firm believer in shirt cocking. Oh yeah. Always wear the shirt. There's you wear nothing. the shirt while you're fucking? That's weird. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing more romantic than a man laid out with some candles, shirt cocking. Do you want to know the weirdest thing I learned? <laughs> so I walked in on my buddy fucking more than once, okay, and I learned that right. it was normal. Like, this is a thing. Dude, black guys fuck with their socks on. 
Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah, man. it's like yeah. a weird thing. I don't know. <laughs> if you, if I'm wrong, correct me. You know, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm into that. Okay, always because it became on. it became like a big argument. Like a lot of black guys were like, no, you, I, they had like everybody had their own reason, right? <laughs> but it's like a big thing. Black so, guys fuck with their socks. So within the uh, the black community. Banging with the socks on. This is a a thing universally. So, so like so like based on where they're. Fr- it's like re- so. The, but so here's what I learned. But regionally, is, they have different reasons for it. You're saying. Well, here's what I learned is the reasons are regional, <laughs> but it's a universal. We fuck with our socks on. Wow. All right. So what's yeah. what, Give me some examples of a few regional uh, sock fucking uh, traditions. So one is uh, one is better uh, traction for escaping uh, the room when the husband comes home. No, for oh. fucking. Oh, so like okay, you're, all right. You're on the bed, you're doggy style. Your feet are slipping on the sheets, wow, right? Yeah. But if okay. you got socks on, you wow. can get a little better. I got you. you know? Okay. Traction. I don't know if that's really true. But uh, you actually alluded to it a little bit. Uh, one thing is if the husband or the police run in. You oh, can yes. just ju- jump into your shoes, so there's less friction. Like bare skin, harder to just jump into the shoes. You don't want to get any calluses you know? or anything like that. Yeah, but it just it doesn't slide as fast. Whereas like you could really slip on if you have a sock. So you slip on the shoes and run. You don't care about the clothes, but you got to have the shoes when you're running. And that's how you, we always get the classic naked black guy running uh, down the street. You always come on. If you've seen one, you've seen a hundred. <laughs> uh, <and> then... <laughs> This is great stuff. I didn't know. Uh, and, oh, and then one of the things I heard essential. from a black female was Ooh. they do it because black men don't take care of their toenails and they don't want to scratch the female. Oh, wow. Wow. The hygiene angle. So, I didn't see that. I don't know if coming. that's, but I, I, I'm going to go ahead and agree. I only agree with that because I've seen their fingernails. And black wow. men tend to have longer female fingernails. Well, you're stereotyping here. Let's be careful. I don't want to, so, you know. Well, here's the thing is the Irish too short. Too short see, on like, the Irish, Irish like cut the fingernails down to the nubs. They got no nails. Down to the nubs, yeah. they're probably biters. Then I can imagine. So that's what I mean. Irish too short, Africans too long. Wow. Okay. Well, there's your uh, spectrum of nails. Uh, very nice. And... Italians are always perfect. So. <laughs> uh, funny thing too. Irish <laughs> sticks too small. Africans stick too big. <laughs> Italians perfect. <laughs> Somewhere there in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's insane is we get kicked off of YouTube for our our COVID comments. That's right. <laughs> Nothing else, or so they claim. Nothing else has gotten a warning. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. long, <laughs> the long toenails, man. That's uh, that's kind of nasty, and uh, I'm glad they wear the socks. It's good to wear protection when you're engaging in sexual activity. <laughs> See, I I have a thing where like uh, I know like like you fuck right. Yeah, I'm sure. A lot of guys will just like, all right, they're gonna it's a naked cuddle, you know, whatever. Just you're done fucking. You. I got this thing where like I gotta put shorts on. <laughs> After, yeah, afterwards, right for, right for the shorts. Afterwards, because I I can't fall asleep naked. <laughs> I cannot fall asleep naked. Just in case you got to get out and run away or fight some bad guys. In case I got to get, dude, I do not want to fight naked. You don't want to fight naked. And if cops come in, if somebody comes in, you don't want to fight naked. 
Yeah, you definitely... That's in my mind for sure. I, that's why I like to usually sleep in some shorts. Uh, you don't want to so fight I've, naked. I've known a lot of... I'm, I've never done it, but I've known a lot of guys who have been on stack squads where, like, they've kicked in doors in the middle of the night. And, wow. Like, and they always say that, like, you kick at a door and you just bust into, like, a husband and wife sleeping in a bed. It's like, you don't want to be naked. <laughs> <laughs> You know, absolutely not. You just, you just don't want to be naked. And here's the thing: sometimes there's cops out. Like if you're in an apartment or something, like cops will get the wrong apartment. Wow. And you don't know what your neighbor's doing, so you're not doing anything wrong. You're gonna go just fall asleep naked with your wife because you just got done fucking. Like fine. And here's the thing: like I'm done fucking, I'm gonna fall asleep. So I gotta rush, put my shorts on before it happens. In case you the know? cops bust down the door. In the middle of the night. In the yeah. middle of the night, right. <laughs> you know, or the mafia or whoever. Oh, I'm with you. I've always thought maybe, uh, you know, CIA, FBI. I mean, we do the podcast. Who knows? Well, oh, I'm more worried about the government than anybody else. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. there's always the potential for the aliens uh, to zap you up there. I want to make sure I'm wearing something. Mm. No, I'm more worried about the U.S. government than anybody else. I'm sure it's all U.S. government, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm more than ever more concerned about the uh, alphabet three-letter agencies than uh, anybody else. But uh, I don't trust anybody with three names or who works for an agency with three letters. Wow, that is words to live by. Great advice, actually. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely, man. And uh, I always, I, I always tell people they're like. Like, 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 especially with the vaccine and, like, COVID and everything, they're like, they're trying to explain to me why I should trust the government. And I'm like, dude, I, when I was 19 years old, I signed my life over to the government for four years. I know what it's like. I know what they're like. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, dude. I forgot who I was telling this the other day, but I, I was airborne, right? Oh, yeah. And on any airborne mission, Airborne missions, you send in 100 airborne soldiers. The, the U.S. government considers it a success if 20 of them come back. Wow. 80, 80% is an acceptable rate of loss on an airborne mission. That's amazing. <laughs> like, and, and those are men, airborne soldiers, they've trained more than regular soldiers. So an airborne soldier, you've probably dropped about $400,000 worth of training into training, equipment, everything. You might even be with the equipment, everything. You might be half a million deep into these people and you're willing to lose 80% of them as the U S government. Frank, how much money have they put into you? <laughs> and, how, <laughs> and how many of you are they willing to lose? <laughs>